This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we honor Lee Campbell from the class of 1964, who passed away Friday at the age of 79. Current men's basketball head coach John Furbush from the class of 2005 joins the Bobcast to share his memories of Lee and what the longtime financial aid officer and men's basketball official score meant to so many Bates students. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. In his 39 years of service as a financial aid officer at Bates, most of that time as director, Lee Campbell became a trusted confidant, advisor, and friend to thousands of students. He first became involved with Bates men's basketball as a student manager in the early 1960s. Campbell graduated in 1964 and after serving in the Vietnam War, eventually returned to Bates in 1973. He then served as the official scorer for the men's basketball team for nearly 50 years and was inducted into the Maine Basketball Hall of Fame in 2019 as a legend of the game. Men's basketball head coach John Furbush just completed his 12th season at the helm of the program and played four seasons of basketball at Bates as well. Like many Bates alums, he developed a strong bond with Campbell. Well, John, obviously a sad day, but I mean, as an alum yourself, do you remember the first time you met Lee Campbell, your first impression of him? Uh, yeah. Um, he, he reached out once I got onto campus as a first year in the fall of 2001. And um, somebody who has a lot of strong main ties uh, in general, but, but specific to basketball. I mean, he did the, the book at the, uh, the scorebook for all the high school games I attended in like the postseason. So I think he, he knew who I was. Um, obviously I was instrumental in making sure financially that my family could afford the, the bill coming to Bates. So he reached out when I got onto campus in September of 2001 and just wanted to introduce himself and uh, offer up uh, any support um, that, that I needed uh, in my time at Bates. And, and I was unaware that he was going to be keeping the book at Bates during my time as a player. So I got to know him, you know, really well over my time as an athlete. Uh, but, certainly a sad day to be talking about this, but um, you know, my first interaction was a really positive one and, and so was my final one. Yeah. You touched on the financial aid, obviously, you know, all the comments I see online talk about how he had such a personalized touch to something that can be, you know, stressful for a lot of families. How, how did you experience that with him? Well, I think he looked at everything on a case by case basis. I think it's, it's uh, one of the hardest things to do when, when you're in financial aid is, is, remove emotion, uh, you know, and, and I think that he was able to uh, look at everything and, and understand that every family's in different situations financially, and it's a really complicated process, but he, he tried to look through the lens that let's make this work for every family here. You know, they're qualified to be at this institution. Let's make it work for them financially. Um, and for as much stress as I would imagine that job involves, I, he never, ever seemed stressed about it. And, and, Maybe that's just because he's really good at crunching numbers and keeping books, but um, uh, he was, he was nothing uh, short of impressive. You know, he was, it was unbelievable what he did in that office. And a passionate supporter, obviously the men's basketball program here. Um, did you ever talk to him about what the origins were of kind of his love of basketball and particularly obviously Bates basketball? Well, I think he was a, a student manager in the early sixties for the, for the team, you know, diehard Celtics fan, Red Sox fan, um, and, and that was always a topic of conversation when when we were chatting uh, when I was an undergrad and even as a head coach. But 
you know, he's just, he's been involved with the program in a variety of ways from basically from 1961 till 2015. And so I think he's seen a lot of people come and go and, and a lot of wins, a lot of losses. And um, I just think when you spend so much time doing something, you know, you start to realize how much pride you have for the program and its evolution. And I think as uh, I came into the program as an athlete was when we started to see, you know, a little bit of a uh, objective increase in, in some wins and, and the excitement around, you know, Lee, I think he's one of those, he was one of those guys that uh, I think he struggled being a Red Sox fan for a long time. And I think he was struggling being a Bobcat fan for a little while. And then when the wind started, to, it was actually almost at the same time when we started to move in the right direction that the Red Sox won their first World Series. So uh, it was a really unique moment for him as a, as a human to, to experience both those things. One of his last years as a scorekeeper, NCAA tournament, right? I mean, that must have been a thrill for him having followed the program for so long. Do you, you remember having conversations with him during that season as you were leading the team? Yeah, those, were, those are some of my fondest memories with Lee. Um, you know, every year we'd, we'd talk in the fall and he was unsure if he could do it. And that started the second I got the job in 2008. He was, you know, he really wanted to be involved, but he was unsure if he could you know, do it with the time. And, you know, he had a long trip back to Wiscasset from campus. So, you know, we'd get back sometimes one in the morning from Williams and Middlebury. He had to drive another hour back home. And I was always very aware of that. And and we had many people that offered to pick him up and drop him off. And he, he just wanted to do it himself. But, uh, but yeah, so he would, he would call me, um, you know, every Tuesday before the weekend games and, just confirm the itinerary and he'd always be super, super early to everything. Um, and, and I, but I started to know that that 2014, 15 season was the year I started to see that. I, I think this might be his last sort of full-time commitment to the program, which it was. And, and um, it, what a great year to go out on uh, with, with him keeping the book. You just touched on the fact that he traveled with the team, right? I mean, he wasn't just at home games. He traveled with it. What was that dynamic like? Cause that's kind of, I don't know. That's probably rare to have a guy like that traveling with the team all the time. I don't know what your thoughts were on that. Yeah. I mean, it became, um, I'm pretty sure it was for the most part when I was an athlete at Bates, he was with us for the most part. And then as I transitioned into an assistant coach and then the head coach, it just became a, I was like, Hey Lee, I want you, I want you involved in every part of this just because it, it, you almost felt weird when you got on the bus and Lee Campbell wasn't in the first seat to your right. And, um, and so I just felt like he was part of the family. And, and I think anytime somebody commits that much energy and time and has that deep sense of pride, um, we want to keep that energy going. And, and I think that it gave our guys a lot of uh, purpose when you see somebody that, you know, he's not playing, but he's seen four decades of Bobcat basketball. I mean, you have to respect that in some capacity. So I wanted him at every part of the, uh, every part of the journey. I'm sure people have been telling Lee Campbell stories in recent days. What are some real s- stories that stick out to you that embody kind of who he was? Oh man. <laughs> uh, I still remember when we, when we gave him the nickname LC, you know, he was, he was Lee Campbell for a while. Then he became LC. And that was, that was when we started to uh, have some, some more success. You know, I think that he was quiet, but you could tell like, if we lost the game, it was like, here we go again mentality. And then when we started winning, we, you know, we started like, come on, Lee, we need some positivity here. And, and he started turning the corner and all of a sudden you would see this, like, you know, the, the fist pump with Lee and, and I'm like, Whoa, I think 
we have a new alter ego here. I think we we're going to call you LC. So when you get on the bus, we'd say, is this Lee Campbell or LC? And he'd sit down and see this LC, you know, like, great, here we go. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it is the other thing that I'll always remember about him. And I think anybody that has met Lee, he has the best handshake of all time. I mean, he'll, he, 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 he's a, he was not a big guy, but he would make sure he had the upper hand when he shook his hand. He was, a. It was something that I always really enjoyed, um, just shaking hands with Lee. You mentioned when you first stepped on campus as a student, you didn't realize he was a scorekeeper for the basketball program. And even at that point, he had been for quite some time, right? When did you start to realize how much history he already had with the program? He was everywhere. You know, I felt like I saw him everywhere in the gym. He'd get there super early. He'd get, uh, even when I was, as a player, I'd come in, you know, an hour and a half early to get my routine going, get my shots up and stretch and everything. And he was in there writing the book and, you know, getting all the names and, and just everything organized. And after a few games, I'm like, wow, this guy, this is like a big deal for him. And, and then I realized like, he's just, he's like one of us. He's just, he's doing this. He's just a creature of habit. Is this a routine? He's part of the program. And so it was early on. I realized quick, like, this is, this is like, he is a huge important piece for the operation here in Bobcat basketball. So um, when the LC nickname took hold, and you mentioned a common alter ego, so it sounds like he didn't like talk all that much. It's kind of traveled and, 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 and did his job, but then he started to get more involved. Did, did he ever like give any speeches to the team or anything like that? No, we tried to put him on a spot sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he, he was, but we also knew that what he was not, that was not, uh, he wasn't comfortable doing that. But yeah, he, he wouldn't say too much, but I could tell when we had, you know, uh, a loss or, you know, whatever it may be, he would, you could tell he was like just really upset by it. And when we won, it was like, I was hoping I'd get that same sort of like energetic reaction on the other end. And, and as we started to win more, that's when I was like, I'm like, Hey Lee, it's okay to be excited about this. Let's, 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 let's embrace, you know, like you've seen more Bobcat basketball than anybody. It's okay to be emotional about this. And, and so that's, you know, he gave like the, you know, the fist pump on the bus when we win. And, uh, you know, so he, yeah, that was, that was the alter ego LC. Have you been hearing from a lot of like your former teammates and alums from the program this week? Yeah. So I sent an email out to um, some people on campus and my entire alumni list on Thursday evening, um, just kind of letting people know that, you know, he was, ultimately going to go home and spend his last few days at home, but he didn't even make it home Friday morning. Unfortunately he passed. Um, the, the response that generated, I was not ready for. I knew that he had touched a lot of people um, over the course of his time at Bates, but the amount of email threads I've been copied on since just letting other people that were not involved with basketball know, I mean, I'm telling you hundreds of emails that uh, I still haven't really caught up to. Um, I did find out though that his nickname was Noodles uh, back in the '60s. I, I don't know the story yet. I'm hopeful to to get it at some point. But they saw that I made, when I gave him the LC name, they're like, "No, nah, he was known as Noodles to us." So hopefully, I can get that story. Uh, but it's amazing though the amount of people that have reached out. And and even I had a text exchange um, with my senior year team, the 0405 team, and um, who who he was really close with a lot of the guys in that team. And so. Uh, we've had some Zooms recently and just, you know, told some stories about, about Lee. So there's been a lot of communication about him. I remember he was honored in 2016 by the college. Um, I think it was at Reunion. In terms of, like, what he's done for the colleges in general, there's a video of him with, kind of with tears in his eyes as Clayton talks about what he's meant. I mean, 
it sounds like he did feel appreciated because it, it's behind the scenes stuff, right? It's a lot of behind the scenes, financial aid, scorekeeping, but it seems like everyone, you know, really appreciate what he did. Yeah. He, um, that, that, his, to, to get him to that ceremony was not easy. I think he, he doesn't want to stand up in front of people and be um, acknowledged. And I think it just makes him uncomfortable. Uh, but I, you know, there were a lot of people, myself included saying like, we will drag you to this if we have to, you know, this is an important award you're about to receive. There's a lot of people that want to uh, celebrate all the work that you've, that you've done. And, and so I think he, it was hard for him, but he got there and it was really uh, appreciated. And, and um, you know, there's been a, you know, recently he got inducted into the main basketball hall of fame as an honoree um, or legend of the game, I should say. And uh, I'm just so grateful that he, he got put in that, in that category before he passed, even though he couldn't attend because there's just been so much work that he's done that he's very deserving all the awards he's received. Yeah. Cause we touched on that earlier, but he also kept the book at Augusta, right. For the main state high school basketball tournament. Yeah. Long time. He's done all the, you know, we used to be class A and man. Now there, there's a million different ways that high school basketball is being played here, but yeah, he was, uh, he was always at the table. His book was so tight, you know, and he was uh, one of the, my favorite things to do at, at halftime was uh, whether my players knew this or not, like, Lee Campbell always had the accurate amount of turnovers. I really was, I was like, I need to know, you know, the number you tell me is going to dictate how my guys are spoken to in the locker room at halftime. So uh, take that into consideration, Lee, when you're, you tell me the amount of turnovers, but his, yeah, I mean, he's, I still have him Aaron. I still have the, I dug him up, I don't know, two years ago, like all the, I think all the scorebooks from like 1988 to the current day that he did and um, flipping through those things with all the, notes and, and different colored pencils and pens is he, he, he did that thing very, very well. And so he probably knew who you were before you knew who he was. It sounds like just because um, you obviously competed in high school here in Maine, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he did some significant research. He, uh, my, my great grandfather, um, uh, uh, his name was Jimmy Fitzpatrick. There's a, the, there's an award in Maine for the, it's called the Fitzy award for the best high school football player in Maine. That was my great grandfather, but you know, we don't have the same last name and, you know, I've gone to the event, you know, here and there a few years, but the fact that Lee knew, he's like, Oh, that, you know, I know your great grandfather is Jimmy Fitzpatrick. Like he, he had clearly like done some research on like the family ties we have here. And, and so um, yeah, he, he definitely knew me before I knew him, but you know, as an 18 year old, the last thing you're, thinking about is like who's keeping the book at the table <laughs> as you graduated from Bates and became a coach here at Bates obviously you, your appreciation probably only grew for what he meant right oh he's uh it's hard to put this in the words Aaron I mean he's um he's the most kind sincere unselfish person I think I've ever met and uh has helped me in a, indirectly in a lot of ways becoming a coach the husband a dad a friend and um you know, you don't realize how much good there is in somebody until they're not here. And, you know, obviously a lot of self-reflection the last couple of days with his passing, but uh, yeah, he's, he's just an unbelievable human being that I know a lot of people are going to miss. I know your inbox you mentioned is very full. Probably haven't gone to all the emails yet. You mentioned the, the noodles anecdote, any other impactful emails you've seen about, about what Lee Campbell meant to people? Yeah, I mean, just I think that a lot of people wouldn't be have even gone to Bates if it weren't for him. And I know the the financial challenges uh, of a school like ours um, pose a lot of problems for families in the middle class, especially. But I think 
he did all he could to, to get the people that were admitted into the school in a comfortable place. And, you know, the amount of people that said I wouldn't be where I am today without Lee Campbell is like, you know, it's, it's really amazing to read that over and over again. And, and, you know, like the stories, I think the thing that I've, I've taken away from all that I've read so far is that he made an effort to, to get in-person contact with people as much as he could. So it wasn't just somebody that they loosely knew, but he had a lot of, intentional experiences whether it's going to a Red Sox game or going to the final four every year or just doing things with people that he felt close with in his life um, created those uh, memories with people and and I think Clayton mentioned this in that in that um, video you mentioned earlier I mean there's there's no way anyone has attended more Bates weddings than that man I mean he's I mean at mine it was it was like that was one of the things I remember about the 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 actual preparing for my wedding, which as you know, as a recently married guy, it's uh, you kind of, you kind of black out for a while trying to get organized, but he was like the easiest person to put at a table because he like knew everybody that was going to be in the wedding. So we're like, Lee's like camouflage. We can put him any, any table here and he's going to blend in and be great. Yeah. I mean, how many official scorers get invited to, you know, a player's wedding? That's pretty, that's, that means a lot, obviously. I mean, all, all of my college teammates, um, he was at all of those weddings, you know, and in the family, even the parents of my teammates have reached out recently. Cause I think he just was really involved with not just the players, but the, the parents of the players. And, and just was, he was one of the, like, you know, now I think we have a lot of processes in place where as people come to campus for the first time, there's a lot of meet and greet and there's a lot of support systems where, you know, those didn't necessarily exist back in 2000 when I entered the college. And he was one of those people that made an effort to, meet people for the first times. And, and when you meet that man for the first time, you, you immediately think like, wow, this is such a, an amazing place with a lot of genuine people. Um, and I think a lot of people have him to thank for that. Certainly. Well, I mean, any other thoughts on Lee that you wanted to share that we haven't gotten to discuss yet? I'm just, I'm just really happy now that he's bad. He's been battling for a couple of years and you know, it's uh, I want to, I want to do my best to remember the positives. Hopefully he's, in a peaceful state of mind now, because I know he's been he's been fighting the, the fight for a long time. All right. Well, Coach Furbush, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and reflect on, on the life and, and career of uh, Lee Campbell. Obviously, a, a, Bates, a Bates legend, uh, someone who just did so much for the program, not only for the men's basketball team, but also for, as you mentioned, countless students, uh, whether they were athletes or not, really. Thanks, Sam. I really appreciate you. A celebration of Lee Campbell's life will be held at a later date. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Bobcast. We'll return to our scheduled programming next week with another interview with a Bobcat great from years gone by. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, 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 Bates.